Welcome into another special edition of New Track Record. Caleb Hatch with you. And today we're joined by a special guest. It is the driver of the number 14 Rocket AJ Foyt Racing Chevrolet, Kyle Kirkwood. Kyle, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. First off, Kyle, it's your first Indianapolis 500. You're a rookie. How does it feel to say that you've qualified for the Indy 500? Uh, it's it's a special moment for me. Um, I've I've watched the Indy 500 for so many years. I can't even I can't even remember how long I've I've watched it and how many races I've attended. Um, and I started at the age of five, and this has kind of been my my dream ever since then. So really about 18, 18 years of, I've been pushing for, for this goal and it's uh, finally coming true. So it's, it's special to be part of the 33 drivers that are st- starting this amazing race. Now, going back to qualifying, it was kind of a, a bizarre day last Saturday, changing weather conditions. Would you have made another run if you were able, able to on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really wanted to, um, you know, the weather was, was always changing and the wind changed at one point. It was going a complete different direction, which um, really affects the track. That's, I think that actually affects the track a lot more than, than temperature does. Um, so that was, um, we kind of had to watch a couple people to see what happened. And then the rain came in and didn't allow for any more running. But, um, yeah, I, I, we definitely would have made at least one more run or one more attempt at it at some point during during the qualifying day um but we only got the one run in which wasn't wasn't the best of runs but um we're on the grid that's all that matters kyle kirkwood joins us kyle you're driving for the legendary aj foyt uh, what has it been like and what have you learned from him through your rookie season so far you know he's a he's a wealth of knowledge especially around this place he he definitely um he perks up when when he gets to the India or the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, he's he's helped me out a lot. He's mentored me kind of through how to how to go about the practice days and qualifying and understanding kind of what expectations are based on on what we have. And um, you know it's it's been a it's been a true pleasure being around him. And he's uh, such a legend around here. And you can kind of see it through through his fans when you see people that remember watching him race and I've had so many people come up to me and be like, I was there for all four of his wins. And I'm like, Oh, this is absolutely insane. Cause he's now 87 and he obviously hasn't been racing for years and he still, still has so many, so many fans. So through them, you can see kind of how special it was. And I'm starting to learn that more and more because I never had a chance to watch him as a kid. I was, um, he was kind of already out by the time I even knew what was happening in this world. So, um, it's, it's been awesome. It's been an awesome month. It's been awesome being around him and the team's done a fantastic job as well. They still have the bluebell ice cream in the shop there. They, they do. We still have a big ice cream cooler in, in garage a one that, uh, the team uses quite a lot actually. <laughs> now, do you have a favorite flavor or like, do you treat yourself after certain, you know, things you meet on track? You know, I have not even gone inside that cooler yet. I, I kind of stay away from ice cream and sweets for the most part. Kyle Kirkwood joining us. You're a rookie this year in IndyCar, but you were very accomplished on the road to Indy, winning at all three levels, USF 2000, Indy Pro 2000, and last year's Indy Lights champion. What has been the biggest adjustment for you switching to the NTT IndyCar series? Um, the biggest adjustment is just how how little time there is between sessions to get things done and how 
big the teams are and kind of it's it's a major organization being with an IndyCar team versus kind of the lower levels or lower tiers of motorsports. It's one engineer and a couple mechanics and um if if that, you know, that's kind of what it was in life last year, but before that you get one mechanic and there's one engineer that, that supports two, three, maybe even four cars. So having two or three engineers, um, a strategist, six mechanics and a whole lot of media presence, it's um it's been a massive step in in so many crazy ways due to that. So um that's been the biggest thing to kind of uh to kind of understand and get a, get a handle on. And, um, you know, for two or three cars, there's 40 or 50 personnel on one team. So it's, um, it's quite, it's quite crazy, but they all work in unison really well, which is something I don't understand. And <laughs> it, it's, it's incredible to see. Is there something that's kind of caught you off guard that you didn't expect transitioning from lights to IndyCar? You know, it's, um, I expected, the Indy car to feel like an absolute animal of a race car. And I actually found that the Indy car is easier to drive than, than the Indy lights car. So that was something that kind of threw me for a curveball, even though it's quite a bit faster. It's just the Firestone tire, the, the Chevy power, um, the way the cars built, everything is so is done so well that it actually feels like a much easier car to drive. It's interesting you bring that up because I think some other drivers have said that in their transition from lights to IndyCar as well. Now, you didn't race in the era before the aero screen was added onto the car. Has that caused you know any kind of noticeable shift in how you approach corners and things like that on road courses and other tracks now? Not, not really. Um, you know, I, I don't even notice it. I mean, I never drove with the car pre- Aero screen days, so I the only thing I know is what I drove back in in from the start in October of last year, where where the aero screen was obviously already on the car. Um, so I couldn't tell you what the differences are because I don't have a reference. But I mean, for for kind of the way I go about it, it's it's all the same as any other car. Kyle Kirkwood joining us. You've had a top 10 so far in your rookie season at Long Beach. What has been kind of the, the takeaway so far on your season on where you're at and kind of some goals that you have to close out the season? You know, it's been, um, it's, it's been a pretty tough season. You, you see, there's a lot of, you see a lot of people that, uh, who, who think very highly of me and, and we've had really only one solid performance that being um long beach like you mentioned where i mean i really should have finished seventh or eighth and we finished we finished 10th um so it's it's been it's been kind of a rocky season to me to be honest but people think i've done really well so i'll take it um but we've had some good runs at texas um we should have been better at barber we were just kind of on the wrong strategy there we were really good at St. Pete. We were just on the the absolute wrong strategy there. Everyone kind of ran a two stop that were that were up front, and we ran a three stop and cycled back with many other very fast drivers. So that that was a bit unfortunate. Um, but we got we got it pretty done pretty right at Long Beach, and we've had some other races that were going well, but had mishaps happen. 
Um, but that's uh, part of the game, and you know we're we're going into the Indy 500 now, so we've hopefully brushed off some of the bad luck that we had, and we'll go into this race uh, with our heads high and hopefully sailing towards the front. Now you've competed in several sports car races as well with the Vassar Sullivan program. Any more races that you're set to participate in this season? Um, not as of yet. Um, I would have to circle back with you on that one. I think I think Petit Le Mans is a pretty much guarantee one, but I don't. I don't. I actually haven't even spoken with the team as of yet on that. So in 2020, when the light season was canceled, you didn't really have a full time. Uh, ride, so you ran a couple of sports car races. What was that year like for you as you were still kind of looking to transition to lights and set yourself up for your IndyCar career? What was that like kind of wading through that? Um, you know, it was strange, but I mean, it's a strange year for everyone. I mean, I, I definitely got the, the, the best end of the stick with it being the only thing I missed was a year of racing and I got it back in the following year. So um, I wasn't too disappointed with, with the way everything was. Yeah, it put me out of out of an Indy Lights seat for the year, but I drove the next year in Indy Lights and won the championship, so I can't really complain. Um, it, yeah, it put my progression, I guess, into IndyCar a year behind. I think I would have been in IndyCar last year if it, if it wasn't for that. But um, it worked out well. I got to get a ton of experience in LMP3 and then running in GT3 with Vassar Sullivan. And um, and the Lexus RCF, so I I was grateful that with with I guess everything ended up working out super well, even given that that our championship got canceled or was put on a hiatus. Um, so and now I've got I've got a good relationship with those guys in in GT3 and um, everything's going well. So I'm able to kind of bounce back and forth a little bit between IndyCar and them, and hopefully that continues. You have a couple of uh, at least book smart teammates in Jared Hildebrand and Dalton Kellett. Uh, what are some things that uh, people may not know that they may not have maybe uh, street smart wise? No, I can't think of anything. They're both extremely smart. And listening to Dalton, he hasn't been racing forever, right? He's, he, I mean, probably. I think he's probably five or six years shy of me how long I've been racing, but the amount of knowledge that he has, and he knows exactly what he wants from the car. And there's almost never a point where I disagree with him or Jr. for that for that matter. Um, we both have very similar comments, so it's it's great to have two teammates that when you go into the engineering room and you guys tried the same thing, all have the exact same comments on what it did to the car and um, it gives us a really good direction. So I couldn't ask for better teammates in, on that side. Before I let you go, tell me more about your alter ego, Kirk Kirkwood. What is he up to these days? Oh my gosh. I, I don't know. Um, unfortunately, it's actually been a thing since St. Pete um, at St. Petersburg. They put my name up on the screen and I guess they just never changed it, but it was that exact same picture of me and instead of saying kyle kirkwood it says kirk kirkwood and it was a thing at st pete i I, it might have been a thing this entire year but it's finally taken off (laughs) and indycar has finally changed it to the to the proper name but i think people are going to be more upset that it actually says my name rather than than kirk kirkwood now so (laughs) it's um i guess 
I'm going to have to legally change my name here in a little bit if it keeps getting this much traction. Kyle Kirkwood, who starts on the inside of row 10 in 28th in Sunday's Indianapolis 500. Good luck this weekend. Thank you so much. If you'd like more of New Track Record Podcast, you can find us at NewTrackRecordPodcast.com. While you're there, sign up for our email list so you never miss an episode. Also, check out the store. You can check out our stickers and t-shirts that are for sale. And you can also become a patron. Thanks to our subscribers on Patreon, Cole and Rob. You can also join them. There are four different pricing tiers that work for you. You can find us on social media. Our Twitter handle is IndyCar Podcast on Facebook. Just search for New Track Record and give us a follow there. And you can also email us. The email address is Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, you can find us on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you find your podcasts all for free. Thanks for joining us on another edition of New Track Record Podcast. Podcasts by Federated Media.